everyone, and welcome to episode 102 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. Thank you for listening, and if it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with now co-hosts for today. Double. Double duty. Craig Warren and go ahead, other... Oh, other Craig here, Craig Squared. Uh, <laughs> the better Craig that's coming the nicest, in. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said about me, co-host. Uh, wow. I don't know the Too Many Craig show. The yeah. Too Many Craigs and One Barry, which yep. is more than enough for me. So I don't yeah. need any more of those. <laughs> we got to find another Barry to bring in just once. I wish I knew any others six, other Manilow. than my dad. So <laughs> There's got to be like Barry a Barry Manilow, Barry yeah. White. Yeah. Oh, Barry White. Yeah. There's a couple, but uh, oh, and the new Joker is apparently played by a Barry, but I don't oh, yeah. know how to pronounce his last name. He was the one in Eternals. Uh, oh, okay. okay. I can't well, then remember. Then we need to go get him. Yes. Yeah. If he talks video game, sure. Why not? <laughs> but with that, let's go ahead and get into the news and more or less it's going to be a segment episode today. As if you guys remember back in August, we filmed the games we were fighting over for 2021 we decided, because it's a slow week, let's revisit that and see how everybody did. Kind of like make it a competition-wise. But first, let's get into the news, which there wasn't much. But uh, we did get Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, gameplay. A lot of gameplay. 20 minutes. Like a half hour. Yeah, yeah, 20 minutes to half an hour, exactly. Yeah. What, you know, uh, you know how, about the, how about the new co-host, Craig? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and share your opinions. We'll let you take the floor. Uh, I was uh, I was excited. It uh, you could tell the game is still in development, but what they were showing and the combination of RPG elements and open world, like I was going into this hoping, hoping that it was a very detailed Hogwarts castle. I wanted some Forbidden Woods. I wanted like. But I wanted like Hogsmeade, like I wanted a couple of things. And I know I'm not the only Harry Potter fan who like wants those type of things. So to come in and kind of see them, it almost was like they took a page out of my brain of what I would expect for a 2022 Harry Potter game. And they said, yep, we'll do all of those. It was, it's, I think it's going to be great. Um, I'm interested to see how the battling is. You know, the wizard to wizard battling. I don't, it doesn't look like the monster, like wizard to monster battling would be necessarily monotonous, but I'm worried if like the wizard to wizard stuff, like how is that going to, is there going to be fluidity in it? Um, but I'm, I'm going to tell you guys straight up, it's going to have to be pretty bad for me not to like it. I saw, I liked what I saw. I was excited. I think I yelped a couple of times at certain parts. Um, the fact that you could possibly in a, be in a house and you're not, you may not be in Gryffindor or Slytherin. Um, them announcing that they actually are making common rooms for like Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Like, there's like there's like a bunch of things, and I and I I can't wait to explore. I can't wait to find all the hidden, the hidden areas. I can't wait to go into the room requirement. When they announced that, that was cool because that just like, they were just like, this is your hub. And I was like, oh, that's the word. That's the word that everybody wants. Like, like, where am I going to craft? Where am I going to 
make my potions? Where am I going to do all that stuff? It looks like it's, it doesn't look like it's trying to do too much, which is nice. I was excited at everything I saw. I don't know how you guys felt. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like they mix in a little bit of bully um, with going to class. Like, I appreciate that. I, I've been yelling for another bully for a long time. Um, I think it does have everything that we want. The castle, Hogsmeade, looks like um, the, the bank, Gringotts, looks like that's in there. Um, plus, like, just the countryside, which is good. Um, my main worry was one, the combat, like you said, they did say that there's a lot of different spells, but it seemed like it was like the same spell a lot within the combat that they showed it was like picking them up and then kind of throwing them around a little bit. So hopefully you have the ability to kind of mix and match how you want. Um, I, I am a little worried that it might just be too much. And, the, and it ends up being like a Witcher thing where there's just a million things thrown at you. Mm. Um, and it's just too overwhelming, like Horizon. Um, but what I saw makes me excited. I'm definitely going to be picking it up. Um, the only reason I didn't pre-order it is I'm waiting to see if there's some sort of collector's edition for it, which I'm assuming there will be. Yeah. Because uh, I'll probably end up grabbing that. Um, but again, like you and I are both kind of Harry Potter fans. So Barry, are you a Harry Potter fan? Yeah, I consider myself one. Okay. <laughs> I do feel myself a little bit jaded as I've seen probably each of these movies more than 10 times each. Yeah. But uh, overall, I, I'm i interested to see what the game is. It, it almost feels kind of one of these two true to be real sort of scenarios where mm -hmm. the game looks good and I like everything the game seems to be doing. But when we play it, is it all going to come crashing down? Is it mm. one of these cyberpunk games? Because that's what we yeah. have to worry about now where the game is broken. The game doesn't work right or you know i do i do worry about all the people who like have the last gen consoles like ps4 and the one x or or the one s and won't be able to play this game because the game runs like trash yeah uh, that's can kind we, of my it's kind of my also uh say on a side note that i saw it's coming to the switch yeah like that how <laughs> like also, also ew yeah, why? <laughs> Unless it's doing what some of the other games are doing where it's just streaming, right? Like the cloud-based? Yeah. But that makes me a little nervous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it, it is a Harry Potter game, and it's, we will say at the end of the trailer, it did announce it was coming holiday 2022, which is a good idea. Mm -hmm. I think it's, with the games that are all coming out this year, I think this is a nice one to add to the end of the year. But, like, that is what I'm worried about. Like, for example, my mother is interested in this game and she is a, <laughs> she funny. is a one ass and you know, she, you know, I, she saw the gameplay and texted me about it and was <laughs> like, you know, do I need, do I need the new next gen console and that kind of thing? And it's like, well, you're not supposed to, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Harry Potter is such this like wide reaching, you know, but, series yeah. where people who don't game, uh, do want to play this game. So they're going to buy a console, whichever one they can get their hand on, and try it. I feel sorry for anybody that has to play it on Switch. I hope yeah. it runs well on Switch, but I won't know. So I I'm I'm meeting this game with a lot of, like, skepticism just because every, everything looks too good to be true. I thought the combat looked good. I thought the, uh, like, the whole school-based thing. Like, this seems like every Harry Potter wannabe fantasy 
sort of thing. But just how is it all going to work and how is it all going to play out? I want to see whether or not playing to good or bad, you know, light or dark side of being a wizard or a witch, uh, like differentiates the story. Because you would think teachers would act different to you if that's the case. Or your Mm -hmm. one mentor uh, who you're helping like with this ancient magic stuff uh, would look differently upon you if you just started killing people. So how how does that work is the game going to you know they're totally going to be multiple endings especially because they seem to be making a big deal about the fact that you can be you know a dark wizard but Mm. how does that all play out and how do the people around you you know act towards you almost like how in ghost shishima where like if you use that fear tactic a lot like people are just gonna you know beg for beg for mercy like our wizards gonna do that they're just gonna be like don't kill me that kind of thing so (laughs) You know, uh, I am excited, but I'm going to meet it with a bunch of, you know, uh, I'm, g- I'm going to meet it with a bunch of hesitation because a part of me, I-, I don't know. I don't trust this game to come out and work right out of the bat because yeah. this game seems too big in yep. a way. So at, we have to see like we saw that we saw the pictures of them writing a. Uh, a broom and the, and the uh, I forget what the one Buckbeak or whatever creature he is. Like, we saw those images, and it seems to be almost like Hogwarts is a small part of this huge open world. And and maybe there are certain set pieces that uh, take place away from it because you're going on these adventures with your mentor. But yeah, like, overall, the state of play did a really good job. I think the game looks great. Uh, it yeah. just depends on all how it runs. You know what, uh, I agree. You know what makes me curious? Uh, there's two things. Number one, like the premise, like you're a fifth year student and it's like never been done before. You just got inserted into your fifth year. You get to skip all four years, but then I think it's cool that they decided that that's how the school element pops in because you skip the first four years and you're just a fifth year, either by age or just because of your natural born talent that they describe in the trailer, you have to catch up retroactively with the classes so like that fit the narrative for the classes nicely but the other thing that's interesting to me is like they say that the seasons are going to change but like what are you going to graduate in this game are they going to milk it and make it like a cash cow where they can basically create a series of like harry potter games that follow like a bunch of like like it gets to like game six game seven like i don't know how time is going to work as a factor like like if you do graduate do you then pursue act three in the game and then four and then five is the final act or does it all get done while you're a student like that's kind of what popped up in my mind so i'd be interested as we see more gameplay or hear more about it how they're going to work with that and uh i mean i don't know if i'll be unhappy with any outcome i just found it like curious you know personally I think it's more of them not wanting the main protagonist of the game to be a child. Yeah. So I think that's why they did it. They're okay. like, well, we can't have them coming in as like, what, eight or nine years old, because nobody wants to play as an eight or nine year old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that that's how I took the reasoning behind it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, for sure, they're going to want to make multiple games if it does well. This is going to be a new series for them. Yeah, yeah I do expect this game to be delayed. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I, it, you know, with all of the turmoil we heard about this game, like mm-hmm. especially, like I do, I hope it comes out. 
but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets delayed till March 2023, or something like that. Like one of the first new games of the of 2023 season, yeah. that kind of thing. But I, I was sad when I didn't see that date. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. sure y'all were waiting for like a there's day. A reason. Give me there's, a there's a reason day. they didn't and show they were, the date. They were like, "Thank you for enjoying these 20 minutes. All these things and more will be available <laughs> to you at the end of the year." Like you're just like I was. I was really sitting there being like, all right, please say like July. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like coming out in two weeks. Yeah, I know. You know, but nope. Hey, as long as they get it right, we just don't want any more cyberpunks. Yep. Like, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what are the other news stories you guys have? Um, so we got the only other one I have is we got the announcement of the quarry. Uh, 2K and Supermassive. It's kind of a spiritual successor to Until Dawn. Um, so we're getting another horror game. Um, the list of actors in this game is ridiculous. If you look it up, um, I don't remember all of them, but David Arquette, um, from Scream fame, um, Justice Smith, you know him from Detective Pikachu. Yes. Um, Ariel Winter, I think she's from Modern Family. Um, there's just a ton of people and like, yeah, I enjoy these games. Um, the dark picture anthologies have been great, but like, it's going to be nice to get back to like. This is a full-blown game, not the uh, here's $30 for a miniature experience, which are still good, but they're not quite the same as Until Dawn was. So I'm looking forward to this a lot. Um, I don't know if they gave a date or not, but I'll for sure be picking that up. Yeah, it's definitely not my type of game, as we all know. So you're going to stream it. uh, You guys would love that, (laughs) wouldn't you? Yes, Uh, yes. I would. (laughs) Please. So... You know, we have to see if it ends up being like touted. Like, and a, and a part of me is like, maybe one day I should play Until Dawn. Like, the mm-hmm. thing is, it's good, man. It's mm-hmm. really yeah, like good. It, I know it's really good, and I've seen enough playthroughs of it where I don't think much would like catch me off guard. To be fair, but who knows? To be fair, because I've seen so many people play that game. True. Yeah, true. A, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be a baby in this new game, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you should. I don't think. I don't think anything could probably get that. I don't know. Maybe that disgusting. I feel like Resident Evil is the only thing that could be like, yeah, this is where this makes sense. Yeah. Just keep in the back of your mind when, whenever the next Resident Evil comes out, that they're going to want to top that. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> so they're going to make something worse. Yeah. I'm trying not to think. I'm trying to enjoy like the moment I'm in now and not yeah. like, you know, being horrified <laughs> in the future. Hey, you got a couple of years. You'll be fine. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they just decide to make it an action game. We'll see. <laughs> hey, I forgot. Yeah, like to the end see, of it. I, I forgot to see. Is the quarry made by the same studio as Until Dawn? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in this. Yeah. I, I was sold when I saw at the beginning of the trailer David Arquette. I was like, all yeah. right, I'm in. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all I needed. Touch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's so, all I had. Yeah. So, any other news pieces? I got nothing. Like you said, it was kind of a dry week. Besides, all uh, right. Couple of things so here let's get there. in. Let's get into today's segment for us. And now we're going to be over. We're going to be going over the games that we fought for in 20, uh, 2021. Kind of don't expect us to go over everything. Uh, I'm not going to give a detailed description of every game, but I will go over like what we like the games we got, the scores we got according to Metacritic. And I did take kind of an average of some scores. Some scores score higher on PC than they do on console mm-hmm. and different consoles score different scores for whatever reason. So, uh, f- I'll, I'll take, I'll take the lead on this one just cause right. mine, uh, mine away. had the most, I think diverse set of <laughs> games. 
Uh, so in case, and we'll go over it, but in case you know we for, you guys forgot, is I had Madden 22, Psychonauts 2, Sonic Colors Ultimate, Tales of Arise, Demon Slayer, The Hinokami Chronicles, Battlefield 2042, Solar Ash, Age of Empires 4, <laughs> uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and I also had advance wars one and two <laughs> never gonna play it <laughs> so uh i i it made sense to omit that from the scoring yeah but after looking at this uh and you, you can kind of get the rest from everybody else's list mine did have like the most kind of wide-ranging spectrums i think for the most part and i think most of us will agree uh i was really surprised to see that battlefield 2042 was not the worst scoring game that we yeah. uh that we got and we'll talk about that later on which one did but you know i was kind of surprised that like battlefield 2042 like scored a 73 where games like demon slayer which yes it's a regular fighting game that everybody knows but only got like a 70 uh i get like the character list was kind of small there so it's just a matter of what reviewers want but mm -hmm. you know i did have a couple standouts uh psychonauts 2 was in the running for game of the year and double fine did an excellent job with psychonauts too. And tales of arise almost single-handedly revitalized that entire franchise. Yeah. I think if I had to pick like the game that I've spent the most hours or the most fun with, it's really close between tales of arise and age of empires. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad I got to play those games. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei five was more of what I loved with like the persona, like type series, just more demon mm -hmm. slash dark apocalyptic sort of thing. Uh, Madden still sucks. Who would have guessed? <laughs> I no. I should have. Uh, I, I should have no known way. better. Uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate came out a buggy mess, but I was yep. I was overall happy with my list. I was kind of surprised Solar Ash only scored at a seventy-seven, but that's like okay in the gaming world, and I can see why it's more okay. I just lean more toward the favorable side of it. Go go down that list, Barry. How many of those did you complete? Oh God. The answer is zero. <laughs> well you can't really complete of age of empires 4 true i'll give you a pass on that one and madden i'll give you a pass on those you can't you actually complete? complete battlefield 2042 how much did you play it? A, uh, uh i think i played the maximum two hour demo that i okay. got uh from okay. that did but you, you can't finish the, it did you beat the story motive of demon slayer yes i did okay keep going i had to <laughs> Uh, I, I had to. But yes, other than that, like, <laughs> Psychonauts 2, I did get some way through. Tales of Arise, like, that's a 100-hour JRPG. That was going to yep. be in first place. Shimigami Tensei 5 is on my Switch, so that does tend to get ignored, more or less. <laughs> and I did not finish Solar Ash. Look, you're right. You're, you're right in calling me out. You're, you're perfect. I'm just saying, we picked these lists. You're supposed to finish them. At least most of them. Yeah, but then I finished, like, <laughs> other games that other people had. That's fair. That's fair. You know, I'm we did fight over these games, so some we of did. them I just didn't take. But, we did. yeah, like, overall, uh, my uh, my overall score ended up at a 78.333, which bad. wasn't... No, not bad at all. I thought it was going to be worse, but again, like, I thought Battlefield 2042 was going to score, like, a 40-something, and, and that's what made me the worst. But it didn't. So, overall, I'm quite pleased with what I had. Sure. As you should be. All how right. Far did you get how far did you get in Shin Megami Tensei? I got past I'm curious because I played it. I got, huh? I got past two major bosses. Okay. Uh, but then after that, like, again, 
my my switch is a catalog of games and that i've played and then never finished you know it's it's the uh, i'm not sure it's the curse of like wanting to play all these games and like getting to experience them but yeah. it's, it's hard for them to stick to me i guess how far but, are you in pokemon Arceus. uh like Arceus. I did finish two areas. I but like to, I did I did make it very clear that I spent over forty hours in the first yeah, area. I did. So yeah. <laughs> I played that game a lot, and I definitely could have finished it had I not spent forty hours in the first area. But yeah, I could just go down the list of the games and say, "Have you beat this? Have you beat this?" But you could also do the same thing to me, so it's fair. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's bad, and I know I'm bad with it, but. It's just too yeah, many. So be it. It's too many, and like as like when you're like a really serious gamer, there's like an attention span that forms over time, and like a lot of games can't at, like keep you. Like yeah. po- Pokemon, I went 30, 35 hours in hard, and I put it down, and my Switch is collecting dust right now. Like, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, I, I, I don't know. It's just like it was a great formula. Love the game, but. My attention span went elsewhere. It doesn't help what dropped in the last month in terms sure. of games. But sure. Anyway, I digress. Who do you want to go next? Uh, let's let's go with uh, let's go with my regular uh, regular okay. Craig. Okay. My regular down, co-host. All right, I'll go down the list here. I don't have the uh, ratings in front of me. Do you have them? Yeah, I do. Okay, I had NBA Two K Twenty Two. 76. Origami 2. 64. Yikes. Far Cry 6. 73. The latest Dark Pictures game. 74. Yikes. Guardians of the Galaxy. 80. Yup. Forza Horizon 5. 92. This one says, does WWE count since it just came out? I guess it does. No, we counted it. You drafted it, it, so I'll count it. All right. 77. All right. Call of Duty Vanguard. 73. Halo Infinite. 87. Okay. So NBA was NBA. You know, um, I think it was better than last year's, but just kind of like Madden, it's kind of doing the same thing. Um, Origami 2 definitely goes on the bottom for being trash. Uh, that game sucked. <laughs> no, I, have, I, have much. To, I have to yeah. agree. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't any anywhere near my favorites of the year. The Dark Pictures game I finished, but it tells you that I can't remember the name of it. That gives you my impression on it. House um, of Ashes, I think. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't as good as the other ones. Um, I think the highlights, though, Guardians for sure. Yeah. Um, we knew surprised Forza. at just an eighty, though. Like, yeah, it should be higher. I I, I thought be. it was going to be higher too. I was really surprised at eighty because, like, I think all of us here would agree, like, that game deserves like probably an eighty-eight, like and something on, really high. Because it's I, on Game I, Pass now. Yeah, like I love so that. It game. is. Yeah, that game's great. Um, Forza, we knew it was going to be good, and it was. Um, Call of Duty was, man, that got forgotten quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was hot on that for a minute, and then it died off. I was hot on Halo when we were doing Game of the Year. That died off. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody's playing Halo anymore. And then uh, Far Cry was good. I didn't actually finish it. Um, fell off of that, but I enjoyed it. And then WWE just came out, and that game rocks. So. I don't think it was too bad. Uh, Origami 2 was the worst for sure. Yeah, um, you had the best and the worst scoring with Forza Horizon <laughs> being 92 yeah. and Origami 2 being at 64. Uh, I was actually kind of like, and I remember because I watched like, the, I rewatched the video, like Origami 2 I was actually pretty excited for. Yeah, you um, were. 
I was I was excited that it was going to build on the original, but then it did so many things that I just don't like with the whole kind of hub area and mult and online is a mess. Like mm-hmm. they they really touted online being a big feature for it, but online like it just does not work right. Enemies don't respond to being hit. Enemies don't like enemies are literally invincible to some of your hits, and occasionally it's just really hard to even like go through an area without without the game feeling like it's punishing you for its own mistakes and bugs so i oh geez you know a part part of me a part of me is glad that i didn't get to have that (laughs) i think uh for me the winners were guardians and uh probably wwe honestly i think those are my two top out of all of them yeah, I feel like with uh, like Halo is definitely one of the top ones as well. Like the mm-hmm. the story mode was a lot of fun. It's yep. just that I don't think the multiplayer grabs any of us really in no. any way. No. Well, Halo multiplayer I feel is a really weird particular brand, and people who love it are still playing it right now. But people yep. like us who aren't really for it are probably not paying much attention to it. Yeah, I agree. I didn't touch it at all actually. I don't think I, yeah, no, I didn't play it once when it came out. I played the beta, but that was it. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed exactly. it for some time, but I yeah. mean, it fell off like, like everything else. Yeah. Um, all right. But, uh, yeah, overall, though, I will say your score calculated to 77.4. Okay. So just slightly below mine, but let's be honest, if you didn't have Origami 2 bringing that score, like, far down, <laughs> you would have, you, you would have gotten me by a country mile there. So the Achilles heel there. Yeah, (laughs) I picked it. I got to accept it. But then, uh, all right, Craig Cox. So. All right. What do we got? You, you, uh, do you have the list? Do you have the list in the scores next to you? Or I do. do I have it in front of me. Um, so ghosts of Tsushima director's cut. That was an 83. I got a death loop running in 88. Got to pat myself on the back there. Love me some death loop. <laughs> Kenna, Bridge of Spirits at 81. Metroid Dread at 88. Back for Blood at 77. What was I thinking? <laughs> Sometimes you just look back on your life and you're just like, mm, what so hyped for that. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl is a 73, which ironically got a lower score than Back for Blood. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Mario Party Superstar is at 80, and then Dying Light 2 at 76. That's I don't a pretty know good you... list, honestly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have, I think for the most part, you have a lot of the mainstays mm-hmm. of a lot of these games. Like, I, I see, like, the risks you did take, for example, like Deathloop 88 mm-hmm. reviewed yep. uh, Outstanding. Game of the Year uh, for a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenna, or, uh, yeah, Kenya, I think. 81 reviewed fairly well for being the indie and i was super excited for that but then you also had like a letdown with like back for blood and to be fair i don't think that for back for blood necessarily deserves a 77 i did think it build it built on that franchise and tried to make it fresh with uh with how it go with how it's it's uh operator or director system works it's just that it's too bad that at the beginning of the game at the launch you did have a couple issues with difficulty, especially. I feel like that the difficulty curve really brought a lot of people down on that game. Yeah, and it was random. It was just like you didn't expect that big of a difficulty. It's like not a from software game. What are we doing here? Like, you know, like yeah. 
I, I was uh, not pleasantly surprised at that part. Um, I, I think 77 may be too harsh, but I'm also in the avenue of not bringing it up much higher to be like not as harsh. Like it would probably, if it were me, be a if it was Craig a critic, it'd be 79 or 80 instead of 77. But um, I just it's just kind of funny when you look back, like how I was really talking about that one and like defending it, um, and hindsight's 2020. You know, um, but Deathloop for me felt like a great call. Metroid Dread was an obvious in a way that wasn't a risk. I uh, you, you know, I don't know about that because Metro we hadn't seen a Metroid game in a long time. True. And this Metroid game isn't what people wanted. People wanted a first Prime. person shooter type of yeah. uh, you know t and i think what was it, the game on gamecube i can't remember metroid prime i think is what they yeah. were looking for mm -hmm. and instead we got dread but dread became a cult classic uh, yeah, it did. and you know if it's not so much foresight as it is to you know just wanting to play the game but like that game definitely like helped you out there as well in, in the overall because your overall was 80.75 uh good. you like you you did good there you did good there craig well, thanks. Um, I mean, <laughs> I uh, I don't know how I feel about Dying Light 2's score. Um, I know that they were trying like a bunch of different things. And when I say I don't know how I feel about it, I am not trying to defend it. I was just quite surprised because I, if you were to transport me to like two months ago back in time, I thought it would have scored higher back then. But I'm finding out because I didn't used to be a pre-order guy until about the last like four years, maybe three years. I'm finding out that some of these chances that I'm taking, like just like the get-go, like see the trailer, see the state of play or whatever and loving it. Once the game drops, it's just like, you know, I feel like, I feel like I'm a naive gamer sometimes <laughs> like with that, you like want a game to work and then it ends up being like Biomutant where, you know, like, that's one of my favorite follies of last year. I was talking about that game, and it did not end up well. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Ghost, they brought it back. They added enough content to Ghost of Tsushima to, with EG Island to, like, make it worth, worth it. And they stuck it in a part of the game where you had to replay the other stuff and just admire the beauty on your new gen, next-gen console. It's just... You know, it was great to like really go through that game. Um, Death Loop, I stood up and applauded at the end of that. Uh, I can't say much about Kenna, Kenya, Kenya, um, but Dread, Dread actually, you both of you beat it, right? Mm -mm. No, you didn't beat it. It's got a heck I didn't of like a, it. Oh yeah, that's right. It's got a heck yep. of a. Uh, the last like forty-five minutes are pretty hectic. Um, which was a nice little change for them. It wasn't like a calm, like you're fighting the final boss, here you go kind of thing. Um, so they kind of had a nice curtain call with that. And then, um, you know, Back for Blood, I haven't touched in like a month and a half, uh, maybe even two months. Um, but it's a nice list. That's since opening week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I really tried to make that game where we were playing with friends we were trying to like say positive things about the card system. We're like, well, they, you know, they're so innovative, you know? It's like, it's Zombie the Gathering. I was making jokes like that 
to try to like make it like work but i don't it's know it's like trying to justify a bad tattoo yeah <laughs> exactly. like no actually it's not that bad yeah because <laughs> you're stuck with it yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not I a get... terrible game i don't want people to think i think it's terrible i just didn't think it, it's not what i wanted it to be for sure exactly i uh, i can't wait to kind of see what the next list um <laughs> or the next list episode brings because i mean games are dropping and I don't know. I think overall, do you have the average of that list in front? Because like, I think uh, of what that. you had, yeah, it was yeah. eighty point seventy five. Eighty point seventy five. Sorry, I still you have like you, the other numbers yeah, in my head. <laughs> well, yeah, like for for the most part, if if we take out Ghost Tsushima, because to be fair, that is the only remaster on this mm-hmm. list. I think you'd score more along the lines where we did, as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take your trophy with an asterisk, I guess. Maybe it's a COVID trophy. Yeah, yeah it's not a full victory. It's just a partial victory. It's just a partial victory. <laughs> but, uh, like, you did fight You did fight for those games that you, uh, that you really fought for, and those ones, like, did help you out a lot. Like, there's no doubt about that. But, you know, I would, have, I would not have taken Deathloop because I just didn't know. Metroid Dread wasn't really isn't really my type of game but it reviewed very well so like those two games like definitely does you in very well yeah. and you know kenya did it was a very high touted indie title but it's it scored averagely and people like it and that's what matters and yeah. you know overall if if i could change things or like based on the games that like we all played a lot uh that like aren't on our list like i would take mario party superstars because i end up playing that a lot and i did really like that game where uh probably like i know you like i know you loved tales of arise uh mm. craig uh so you know th- there's a couple like trades we probably could have done and people would have had like better overall overall lists you know if we could we probably would have all kicked Argami too just out yep. of it already you know send it to free agency in the <laughs> of, you know nfl season the free agency send it now. to the the d league or the g league yeah. Yeah. Or or you know like for Guardians of the Galaxy like I just remember like we were so hesitant cuz we didn't mm-hmm. know what like what that game was cuz like that's seeing these scores is what I'm looking over and like our official opinion or our uh, our retroactive opinions on these games like Guardian should have scored higher. Um, yeah. For sure. WWE 2K while a very recent release I thought should have scored higher. I actually really like the new NBA game but I'm not as jaded as yeah. Craig is with like how everything's kind of done there. But other types of games that like I was really excited for, like Solar Ash didn't review as well as I'd hoped. I was really going to hope that Demon Slayer, uh, the, the combat game was going to be at least taken more positively just because it was a new fighting game. And we haven't had that, you know, Naruto ultimate storm Four game in a while. So we, we all have that, but yeah, Back for Blood, I feel like, if I'm looking at everything, to be honest, I feel like Back for Blood, for me, is, like, the most disappointing part of it, because you're right, like, the the difficulty spike, which I mentioned earlier, but that card system is so infuriating, because <laughs> it wants you to fit into a character archetype, yeah. and you can, but in online play, people want to play how they want to play, so yeah. even if you're the dock character who gets bonuses with healing... People, people can just use the card system and not spec it to her kit or her mm-hmm. strength. So then you're all just kind of just 
a bunch of ragtag team of people. And yeah. to be honest, that probably should have been better if if none of these people had abilities, if you just were able to spec your character however you wanted to. But, mm -hmm. you know, to each their own, I guess. Well, they could have just not done the card system at all. Yeah. For the love of God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we weren't asking... We weren't asking a lot from Left 4 Dead. Like, Left 4 Dead was simple and amazing. Mm -hmm. It was like that, I don't know, that recipe that your grandma makes, and she had, like, five ingredients, and she made the most amazing thing out of five ingredients. Yep. I don't know what it is. It's like this, like, trying to please gamers or trying to please a specific niche of gamers, but also transfer to a wider audience. But we just keep seeing people or developers trying to just add these things and like shove it into the game, you know, and it's just like it's not it's not sincere. It's not flu it's not fluent. And uh, that's what turned off myself, my wife, uh, and a lot of players like you guys as well. Like, it's just like oh, that card system. Like, yeah. come on, you don't need it. You're killing oh. zombies. We love that already. Yeah, yeah, true. And then Battlefield 2042 is the other disappointment, which... I, um, I think it... What, what's a word below disappointment? Because that's where it belongs. Train wreck. Tra travesty. Yeah, travesty, <laughs> train wreck. It, it's it's yeah. all of that. I can only hope that... And I'm going to compare it to another game that tried to do only online many years ago with the original Titanfall. Mm. I'm going to go with... I have to hope that Battlefield learns from this and then is able to create something, you know, on the Legion, like a Titanfall 2 where that game is yeah. universally loved for what it did for multiplayer and for a fantastic story mode. Because to be yeah. honest, you know, like, the the story mode and, like, the Medal of Honor games and the Battlefield games, I always, like, enjoyed. I always yep. thought they mm -hmm. were fun. Like, Call of Duty has always played it safe with their stories. We know what to expect. Um, Battlefield could do a Medal for Honor type story thing, and I think it would, you know, resonate well with a lot of people. But I, I have to hope that the company ea which you know they're not gonna learn anything no. uh maybe they're just gonna take battlefield now and just dump it in the trash who knows uh with, with how big of like a, a failure this game was maybe they decide to revive medal of honor which might be the smarter move regardless of what they do though this year is not the year to do it because modern warfare 2 you know that campaign's going to be phenomenal yeah right so like this yeah. ain't the year to do it i think you wait till next year i absolutely agree yeah, but all right, with the uh, yeah, oh, with, with with that segment over, look forward to when we do this for 2022, probably sometime yep. in June, July, or August, before all of the uh, games for the holidays come out. And I look forward to doing that one because this is it's definitely a, a a fun way to recollect on the games that you know we ended up playing in 2022. I like this, mm -hmm. and Advance Wars Two didn't even come out, so you <laughs> can put it on your list again. Yeah, yeah, may can I? Uh, would you guys allow me to carry it over with no fight? Yeah. Would you, you can yeah, carry it course. over. That's fine. All right, yeah. we already have one game for 2022. <laughs> if you still it won't comes play out, it next year. yeah. Well, yeah. If that ever comes out this year, because of well, current you know climate, yeah. political situations, it just didn't make sense to release the game. And who knows if it'll make sense in the holiday season either. Yeah. Uh, so, Fair. we'll we'll leave it at that. But let's go ahead and go into games that we played this week, which. Yes. For me, uh, all I played was a lot of Elden Ring. Uh, it's my God, fault. Stop. Yes, I uh, I agree. Uh, I wanted to play Tunic. I have it downloaded, and I'll have opinions on that next week. But let me hand it off to 
Craig, who did actually play Tunic and is actually like a good I gamer. I played this week. I played Tunic, Grid Legends, and Stranger of Paradise. Ooh. Oh, you did end up playing it. I did play the demo. So oh, I played the game. I can't wait. You for have your the game. Yes. It's, oh uh, boy, this is going to be interesting. I can't wait anyway, for your thoughts. What did What did you play, Craig? Uh. I'm going to be honest, it's been a lot of Elden Ring. Um, Get out of here, both of you. I'm ending the podcast. It's over. <laughs> I mean, I, Stop I, playing it. I, I got, I'm halfway through Horizon, but then Elden Ring dropped. So, I, I mean, I'd be what I can you beat? How am I the only one who beat Horizon out of everybody? I didn't even beat the first one. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, no, I'll admit, like, it's my own fault. Like, you know yeah. how excited I was for Horizon. And... I was the I'm, one who was sitting here saying the first Horizon I tried a bazillion times to beat and I didn't beat it because it's not good and I'm the only one who beat the second one. I don't understand. Yeah, and what's funny <laughs> is we're the ones who like frickin' bought the collector's edition. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, you can see like it in the background of berries right there. Yep, yeah, I have the I I have I have the whole box art. It's right there. It's very pretty. You know, yeah. uh, I think maybe Much I don't like need to beat the game. Maybe I just really like the art and I paid no, two hundred dollars for art. You need to beat the game so we can have a separate podcast so I can get angry and talk about the ending. Yeah. How, yeah. How, do, how, how far did you get, Barry? In Horizon? Horizon. Five yeah. hours. Uh, Two uh, hours. I'm he asking, did the intro. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys know the part where um, oh you kind God. of meet you, you meet the three clans? Oh, my God. You're at like the party hours. Oh, yeah. That's like three hours, man. Yeah. I put yeah. 60 hours into that game, Barry. I know, but like <laughs> I I am and and here's the thing. I am yeah. like I'm trying to burn myself out for Elden Ring. Because I easy I to am do. it is. It's getting it's easier good. now. Yeah. I, okay. You can't say it's not good. I, I will. Re- <laughs> I really like Elden Ring. It's but, pretty good. Like to be honest, like it's kind of a bad thing to hope for, but I like yesterday after I got done with Elden Ring, I was like, I am so close to being burned out, and once I'm burned out, I'm gonna be able to play other games because I don't want to play Elden Ring anymore. So <laughs> and and I mean, it's 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 like it's the problem of trying to like bring yourself back to that that gameplay difficulty mode. Like I. I unfortunately had a day or two in the past two weeks where like I was out like maybe getting groceries or at work and I had an idea of what I wanted to do when I got home in Elden Ring. I was like, and when I go home, I'm going to explore this and then I need to get this thing because I know that's like, you know, it's just I'm sad that I have not picked up Horizon since Elden Elden Ring dropped, but at least Barry if I can make fun of you for a second, I'm about like 25 hours or 30 hours into horizon. Yeah. 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 Pick on me. That makes sense. You know, you pick, on the, guy who, pick Take- on the guy who never finishes any video games anymore. <laughs> Cause he's too busy playing 17 all at once. Yeah. Take that beautiful box you have right there in your background with that beautiful statue and go ahead and bring it over and drop it right in my house where it belongs. Apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. You know, for the and you know fans. what? I should do that just so when I beat it, I can I can take it go. back. You That's can what have I should back. do. Yeah. yeah, when I if if I beat it, I'm allowed to have it back. But yeah. I the, the, I know for a fact that like I am 
I I am very close to just moving on to Horizon. Like my man, we will you, have that podcast soon. Are you done? Are you close to beating Elden Ring, or are you just close to being frustrated enough to drop it? No, no, it's okay. neither. I'm close okay. to burned out because, okay. like, I've put probably about forty plus hours into the game, and mm-hmm. just like with every other like the Demon Souls games, like this. The, the whole, like, exploring and beating a hard boss and the thrill of doing that is starting to wear off. Okay. Uh, like, I am starting... Like, the game, not that it's not fun, it's now becoming more mundane, is what I yeah. want to say. Like, this game isn't really throwing... like And for me especially, it's not throwing anything new at me. You know, yeah. the bosses, all it ever is is I take, you know, I take forever to beat a boss because I'm learning its moves. Once I learn its moves and learn how to dodge them, then it's just a matter of beating it afterward. Is character Mm -hmm. design really cool? Sure, it's really cool, but so is the character design in Forbidden West. So, like, that's what I mean by that. The game is becoming mundane because I am losing the... I'm losing the adrenaline that comes with beating a hard boss just because it's... Go to this place, beat a hard boss. Go to the end of this yeah. cave, beat a hard boss. That kind of thing. Well, there's like 140 bosses in this game. That's the difference, too. Usually from software games, they throw you anywhere between like 10 to 20, maybe like five hidden ones. But you're right. I mean, there's there's a lot of bosses in this game if you go looking around. And they're like yeah, and that's off. And that's to the game's own detriment. You know, a part of me did like the linear type of style where... Like, at the end of it, like, if I got stuck, I knew where I was supposed to go. Um, and Or, like, I just knew that I went back to grind, come back, and eventually beat the boss. Where, because this game is so much freedom uh, to do whatever you want and do it how you want to, you can come back and you just lose track of what either you're doing or what you're supposed to do or where you're supposed to go next. Uh, like, there's... Elden Game will probably be one of, like, the most heavily favored Game of the Year categories because so many new people are trying it. But for mm-hmm. me, the the new, uh, like, the wave of Soulsborne and, like, the discovery of this game is just wearing off, and that was to be expected. Like, I get this way with a lot of them. The only game, like, I've beaten all of them. The only game I, like, was in from start to finish was Bloodborne, and that was because it... It was it was different than the yeah. rest of these games, and hopefully they do a Bloodborne. But you know this Please. isn't this isn't an Elden Ring podcast, so <laughs> I, well, it's what you play. That's fine. Yeah, and <laughs> and now that I'm out of like the whole hype for Elden Ring, it's much easier to critique it. And I feel like y- you, Craig, you will eventually hit that wall as well, where uh, yeah, you you are very happy and excited with Elden Ring right now, but eventually you're going to realize and eventually feel like oh i'm just kind of doing the same thing over and over again so yeah no you're right it's I fun mean, to play I, with friends I'll, I'm but that parts. can be really said for anything yeah. yeah like there's there's certain things that you could find in that game that are insane and if you really go looking it's interesting but i'm there i feel it it's like there in like the back of my mind which is just like oh, i should kind of focus and just see if i can finish this game because i'm like 70 or 80 hours in and i just beat the third boss like the third i have a cutscene scripted boss 80 hours in and to be truthful that's the one that everybody talks about the most and like i didn't have an issue with him but it's probably because i put 70 hours into the game people like jump at this guy at like 20 hours into the game but that's from software games 
But like I'm hitting this point where like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I would really like to pick up another game. But I, I like have a lot of respect for what Elden Ring has like created in terms of like a play for me, like a, an ambiance and a, and a, and a gameplay aspect that I like want to finish it before I like do anything else. But Horizon is just calling my name. Cause like I stopped at like a pivotal part. Like it's when everything like opens up and Craig for you who beat the game. Like I just got to the, um, it's not going to ruin anything, but there's like another tall neck that you don't see immediately. Mm -hmm. And like, that's all I'm going to say about it. That part is awesome. Like mm -hmm. the area that it's in is awesome. And I like just finished that before Elden Ring came out. So like, I'm in like a, a big part where I want to see where Horizon is going and not to take away from you, Craig, because you're going to be our primary Horizon person in this, but... Um, I didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Aloy, Aloy is really funny, by the way. The, mm -hmm. the, the amount of dialogue that I chuckled at, her inability to just, like, be a friend for two seconds... She's horrible. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. I have to go now. I have she a just mission. doesn't care. She doesn't. And it's great, because yeah. everybody yeah. cared about her. Everybody cares mm -hmm. about her. Like everybody's trying to just spend two seconds with the person that saved their life from the first one. And Aloy is like the worst friend ever. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> it's that's my, that's my two cents on that. But yeah. Am I going to be, is this going to be a, a heated argument at the end of the year for Elden Ring on top 10? Am I going to be fighting you guys? Well, what's, I, I, what's your <laughs> pre-argument right now as to why it's, it's not a top 10? Cause it didn't do anything new other than open world. It is more accessible, is what else is like. It's is still I think a it's Souls game. Yes. Yeah. But that <laughs> we expected it to be a Souls game. Right. But it it can't be. You you can't overlook. And the thing is, is I at the end of the year we have to see. Who knows? Yeah. Elden Ring could be a very distant memory from here until the <laughs> until until twenty twenty three. But uh, it you can't deny the fact. That Elden Ring, like a Soulsborne game, which used to be just for the Soulsborne people, grew its, uh, like, grew itself phenomenally. Like, it sold 12 million copies. Yeah, and everybody's playing this game. That in itself insane. is very, it, it, it is insane, especially for a game that based itself on, hey, it's difficult, you can't change the difficulty, you have to get good. Like, that's all you can do. And I think. While I don't, we'll see. In the end of the, uh, my personal thing is, I think it'll be a low. I think it might be in the bottom five by the end of the year, but we have to see what other games come out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and how they do. But, you know, much like how, how most things happen, I feel like Elden Ring is the talk of the town now uh, because it is like kind of the big thing that came out um, as of recently. Like, Horizon Forbidden West was big, but um, it's kind of another cookie cutter story mm -hmm. rpg sort of thing gran turismo has come out but it's another racing game that yep. is more specific to a niche of the racing community rather than trying to be a horizon so <laughs> i feel like yeah i feel like when that next game comes out that everybody's supposed to talk about i feel like elden ring is just gonna go to the side that's just how Maybe. that's yeah. just how i feel and, and i do think it will because i i would be interested also like if they ever release the numbers, how many people actually are still playing Elden Ring two months from now? Yeah, uh, like would, yeah. From 
because people who beat the game probably stop, but I want to know the amount of people who reach like the first boss. Hey, this game's too hard. I don't want to play it anymore. Uh, and then stopped that kind of thing. Yeah, that's fair. I guess what, we'll find out at the end of the year. Yeah. What, uh, what game do you think of would be in that release category? Like in terms of like hype, because I know we get like, don't we get Gotham Knights in October? Mm-hmm. And if Harry Potter does come out, that's its that's its boxing rival, definitely, like hands down. Uh, God of War that comes out this year. Oh right? my god! Yeah, like Please. there's games like God of War. There's games yeah. like Hogwarts. I I also think it depends on how things review. Forspoken yeah. could definitely do it. Yeah. True. Um, I think Ghost uh, like Ghostwire Tokyo. While releasing kind of close, like I am, I'm a little bit hesitant on Ghostwire Tokyo, but like that's that's another game, or even this Kirby game that's coming out next week. Yeah, like, yeah. If if it's that good of a Kirby game, like sure, Kirby's more of a, a family game, so it's not going to take much of the Elden Ring base players away. But that's right. the kind of stuff that you know we we have to keep in mind. True, that's a good point. All right, now that we've talked enough about Elden Ring, we put your uh, Elden Ring in. We did. Well, I, we could have stopped. We should. We should have, to be honest. Um, but going to the game, yeah. All right. So it's very funny to me that Elden Ring I just could not stand, and then Tunic came along, and I was like, "Ooh, look, a Souls game," <laughs> and and I like it. I think it's just the different style, like the top-down Zelda style. I think that's yeah. what makes it work. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's definitely. I don't think it, it's definitely not as hard as like Elden Ring or a Souls game, but it's challenging. Um, it's very obvious that's where the inspiration came from, that and like Link's Awakening. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It kind of came out of nowhere that they dropped it on Game Pass because like I didn't even know it had a release date until I saw randomly a, a news article that was like, hey, uh, Tunic's out. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> Came yeah, I was uh, I was listening to a couple podcasts and a couple people streaming Tunic, and apparently yeah. his plan was not to do a, a game a Game Pass uh, day one sort of game. But then mm. at the last minute, I guess Xbox went ahead and you know either the creators of the game went, hey, there isn't enough hype, let's take yeah. the money from Xbox sort of thing, and they decided to do that. But uh, I think I think for a lot of reasons this game will succeed on yeah. on like Xbox and probably succeed on PC as well. I am excited to play it. Yeah, same. More people are going to get their hands on it because I would not have purchased it, right? Because I'm like, oh, it's a Souls-style game. Absolutely not. But since it's on Game Pass, I'm like, yeah, I'll try it out. And then it kind of hooked me in that way. Um, I kind of appreciate in the game that, like, just like a Souls game, it drops you in and doesn't tell you anything at all. Um, It's in, even, like, when you pick stuff up, and it's in a, a, it's not even a language. It's gibberish. So you can't even read it, what it's saying. (laughs) Um, but you pick up like scraps of paper that are literally the instruction manual, which I yeah. think is so cool. And then you're putting together the instruction manual, which is telling you how to do everything while you're playing, which is a nice way to do it. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. Will I beat it? Who knows? You know what I mean? I may end up bouncing <laughs> off of it, but for the time being, it's like the only style of game like that, that has interest me yet. Yeah. So I, I have to give it props for that for sure. And I think everybody should yeah game pass there's no excuse not to at least give it a shot um grid legends more racing games since we're doing a bazillion of them right now um grid games have always been weird because they kind of mix every style of racing in there what i appreciate going from gran turismo to this is it is more arcadey 
so you can kind of slide your car around corners instead of having to brake so hard. Okay. Um, what kind of stood out to me the most about this, though, was it has a story mode, which is fully, uh, like, FMV, fully acted um, with actors, which I thought was cool. Um, is it great? No. Uh, it doesn't look as pretty as Horizon or um, Gran Turismo, but it looks nice. Uh, the last race in the, the story mode was, like, when you start that race and it's raining and it's lighting out, looks gorgeous. So, like, okay. I have to give it props for being pretty good. Um, it literally has, like, it has, like, uh, F1-style racing, truck racing, drifting. Um, like, everything is mixed in there. and It's constantly switching it up, which I appreciate. Uh, this is a game that, like, you know it's going to be, like, 20 or 30 bucks a month or two from now. I think that's a good price point for it. I think you can get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Um, so that one, I don't know if it ends up on a list this year. Maybe, maybe in like for consideration for a sports game, but it's not going to win. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that everybody was waiting for was Stranger of Paradise. Yes, please. Um, so, you know, when you're driving in your car. All right, here, and... uh, Craig, we got to close our eyes for this. All right, okay. let's, yeah. let, let's imagine this. this. You're driving on the highway, right? And as you're driving along, you see in the distance a wreck, right? Maybe a fender bender or something. Mm -hmm. And you get a little close and you see it's on fire, right? Mm -hmm. And what do you do? You have to look. Yeah. You have to see what happens. But it's a mess. That's this game. Oh, my God, (laughs) is it awful. But I have to keep (laughs) playing it. I have to keep playing it. It's so bad. That I am so intrigued by what is going on. First of all, they tell you nothing when this game starts. Literally nothing. They throw you in there. There's people talking. I don't know what they're talking about. Maybe I don't have enough Final Fantasy 1 knowledge in my brain. But I have no idea what's going on. The controls are okay. Dark Souls type controls, right? Dodge, Mm -hmm. block, regular attack, and some sort of heavy attack. Um, they like, it like starts with a cutscene, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of a cool cutscene, And then it throws you into a boss battle with no explanation. Uh, you do the boss battle and then it throws you into another cutscene of the main guy walking in a field with, get this, he's walking in a field with, I did it my way by Frank Sinatra playing. Yeah. Yeah. Why? This is the demo. This is the demo. (laughs) Why? Where did that okay? And after that, it gets to the training area that teaches you, right? Was this in the demo, Barry? Yeah, so far you're explaining exactly how the demo opens okay. up. Okay. The training area. I've never seen a game look so bad. And I don't know what it was. It was oversaturated. I couldn't see anything. I even went into like the settings and I was like, maybe my HDR is messed up. No, it just looks terrible. And I don't know why. And then I did the training and then it goes right to a city. There are, there's these three guys and I don't even know their names because who cares? But I think it's Jed. I think it's Jed. Jack is the main character. Okay. Oh man. Sure. I want, That's I his want first to and last Ash. name. Jed Jack. <sighs> anyway, oh God. then, the, then right after this training there, I'm like, okay, now I know how I'm playing goes right to a cutscene of you in this area talking to this king and you're like oh i'm trying to find this main villain but 
This king wanted you to go kill things first before you go to the main villain to prove that you're worthy. Okay, I get that. And then that cutscene ends. And then you walk from the king to the door. And that's beside the fact that to open a door, you have to hold down the select button. What is that? What? <laughs> what are we doing? And then after you do that, it goes directly into another cutscene where you're talking to some random girl that I'm assuming is going to be important later. And the character models look like PS2, PS3. What is? I don't understand what's happening in this game. Go ahead. I was going to say, see, I actually thought the cutscenes didn't look that bad. Like, I do admit They're the gameplay. <laughs> I do admit the gameplay, like, it was weird how it doesn't yeah. seem to translate. But I did I did think the character models and everything looked all right in, in cutscenes. Maybe. All that being said, that was just the first 10 minutes. That, <laughs> yeah. um, that being said, I have to keep playing this game because I have to know if they're going to explain anything. I don't think they're going to. I but it literally is like, okay, here's the last thing. That last cutscene ended where I'm talking to this random girl, which you probably saw in the demo. Yep. And then it immediately cuts to a menu screen. And all that's there is there's two weapons. They don't tell me anything, but there's two weapons. So I'm like, okay, what is this? So I pick one. And then it immediately launches me into a mission select screen. And it's like, all right, starting mission. I'm like, what are we doing? I don't... Nothing is explained. Why am I picking weapons? I don't understand. This game is so weird. Got to keep playing it 100% because maybe this is the game of the year and I just don't understand where they're coming from. (laughs) But my goodness, it is is a mess. Who approved this? Who did it? And why? Yeah, I'm specifically waiting to buy the game until it goes on sale, to be completely Mm -hmm. honest, just because I feel like this is the type of game to go on sale uh, quite quickly. Oh my god, Uh, it's terrible. You you are explaining everything that like every reviewer has been saying. Why do they keep playing this? They have no clue because it. it, it, But they keep they keep playing it. So there's something to be said. The gameplay is not even that good. It's not like it's like oh well at least it's a decent action game. It's not. There's yeah, I, I heard. Some see, guy I feel like, and maybe it's almost like that one movie uh, that's like so horribly uh, with Tommy. You know, the I room. Like, the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe. how people, yeah, like people how hated that movie, but like it was almost like a train wreck you couldn't look away from. So maybe oh, that's yeah. maybe that's where um, this is going to be. You're coming from. But who asked for this? Nobody. Not a Final, not a Final Fantasy fan. I'll tell you that. Right. And, like, I, I love Final Fantasy, and I was like, okay, cool, a game about the first villain, right? Cool. That's a cool idea. But, Chaos. like, yeah, but, like, who decided this style of game, action, I mean, it's Team Ninja, too. So, like, you would think that, like, all right, well, at least it'll be some decent action-style game. It's not. And it looks bad. <laughs> I don't understand, but I'm definitely going to keep playing, and I have to. Yeah. It's you know, such so. a mess that you have to at least give it another couple hours to see if I can figure out what's going on. That sounded like they uh, thrust you right into like a Neo kind of gameplay, yeah. like that mission select kind of thing. But that works because Neo <laughs> explains it, or yeah. at, le- at least Neo transitions well with it instead of just... <laughs> I also heard from one reviewer that he actually liked the music. He said the music was pretty good because they take mm-hmm. from other different Final Fantasy series. But the problem is you do so much fighting. There's one fighting soundtrack song 
that keeps playing over and over and it just <laughs> destroys all of the good music that is happening like in the trans in, in like the world aspects okay. um i was worried about that game and like now as i'm seeing more stuff like ugh, like i think they knew it was going to be bad and they just gave up yeah no like i just ship it okay yeah, we'll, we'll do it live yeah, <laughs> but I don't even think they're gonna do that. I think they're just gonna let it die. Yeah, and be like, we're not even gonna update it. We don't even care. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I'm. I look forward to if you do end up buying it when it goes cheap, what you think, or maybe you can figure out what they're trying to say. But I am so lost. If anybody can figure out, it's gonna be me. I got mm-hmm. that Kingdom Hearts. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I got the. I got like that Kingdom Hearts lore that'll just. I should be able to connect the dots. It's, it's brought, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if this game is, you know, the uh, the pre- the prequel of all prequels to Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah. That's how that's th- that's how you know the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts teams usually like to do it. But yeah. you're going to be coming in hot end of the year as to why this is the game of the year. And I if I do, <laughs> if I do, then I I will I will pay you. I will pay okay. you if that's the case. Okay. I can't wait. Like, I just want somebody else to experience the craziness. That's all. Maybe they so, can help so, me. So is this Barry's uh, Balan Wonder, Wonderland? Yes. Balan Wonderland? Balan Wonderland. Oh, it's yeah. for sure going in that category. You know it is. Yeah, Worst game probably. of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. So that's, that, that is going to be fun to recollect on. I can't wait to play it, to be honest, now that you said that. So we'll, we'll see. But uh, after that, let's go ahead and get into movies and TV shows we watched, which for me... Uh, I want to briefly talk about Showtime, and yeah. then I finished the first season of Righteous Gemstones on HBO Max. What did you guys end up watching? You can we can talk about Showtime because that's pretty much all I watch because it's uh, March Madness. Yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, I got something to add eventually with uh, the movie Fresh on Hulu. Okay, uh, it's cool. with Sebastian Stan. <laughs> yeah, is that cool. the one with uh, Sebastian Stan and? Like, is it the commentary about Pamela Anderson and? No, no, that's no. Pam and Tommy, which I've Pam also Tommy, watched, okay. but that's 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 pretty good as well. Oh, okay, it's got Seth right. Rogen and uh, Nick Offerman. Offerman. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, for me, and that's also why I haven't watched because I've been watching a lot of March Madness as well. Yeah. But uh, Showtime, I am like, <laughs> I feel like this second episode was better than the first. hundred like, percent. It is. It is so entertaining, like all of this Game of Thrones type of political drama with basketball. Like yeah. that's it, that's what it feels like it is. Uh, you obviously have the characters we're rooting for, uh, but you also have like the, the evil Boston Celtics. And that's <laughs> hilarious to me as a Sixers fan. You know, we, we you know, I I do. I don't. There is a rivalry between the Celtics and the 76ers, that type of thing. And I wasn't around to like, of course, I wasn't around to see like basketball during the Lakers and Celtics era when all that rivalry was starting. But I'm just I am I was glued to my seat watching this show just because like all of the characters are interesting. All of the performances are played uh, playing well. And now that it's been a little bit is I just I just enjoy seeing what's going to happen next. That's what I'm most looking forward to with Showtime. Yeah, I think they're doing a great job. Um, I've been enjoying it these first two episodes. Very good setting up that rivalry between the Lakers and the Celtics. That's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Classic agree. rivalry, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, then for... uh, yeah, give me that Righteous Gemstone. 
Righteous Gemstones, I did get mm. past their season one. Uh, yeah. it, it is kind of more of a slow burn for me. It did take me a little bit to start really getting and understanding uh, like what is going on with all of it. But it it is such and, and it's it's almost like an area of the world I I would never dive into because I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. But the whole like super, super Christian money making religious sort of field is a field that like, yes, they're parodying here, but they're mm. parodying it really well. Yeah. Like I in like all of the characters are pretty funny and have their own like quirks. Like I love Kelvin. He yep. is by far like the the one I enjoy. Like, I do wish that the siblings, like Judy, Kelvin, and I think it's Keith is the other one, uh, like, would all stop bickering like children, like, all of the time. Because <laughs> it's literally every episode <laughs> is them fighting between each other. Uh, but, like, overall, like, season one, like, by the finale, I was like, wow, this is, like, this is really good. Uh, and I guess that's what it's supposed to do because, you know, I rolled right into season two afterward. Yeah, I go. think... The reason why I think it hits so well for me is because that's what I grew up in. Okay. <laughs> um, I grew up in that world, not the specifically like the uh, mega rich church, but like that like Christianity world is where I grew up. So like all of that hits home for me. But man, I I just think it's done so well. It's extremely funny. I think they do a good job of like they can make it extremely funny, but they're not being like extremely awful to the source material right yeah like you still kind of feel for them a little bit like they're not horrible horrible people they are but you know what i mean you can still root for them i guess is is the best way to put it but yeah Yeah. i think season two i think you'll enjoy season two probably a little bit more than season Season two i've already laughed a little bit more than i did with season one so see yeah it's a good show and then with you craig fresh Fresh. Yeah, so fresh is uh, uh, Sebastian Stan, which immediately had me in. I was like, "Yes, I'm in." And then uh, the uh, female lead is uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, and she basically plays a girl named Noah. Noah's having a problem with the online dating world. It actually starts out in the movie with her in a terrible dating scenario with a very bad and uh, very bad guy, uh, and she's kind of doing that. I'm okay being single kind of thing. Um, in pops in Sebastian Stan. One night she decides she can go, go late night shopping at her local grocery store and he's in there. And after that, she kind of figures out how like funny, normal, all that type of thing he is. But wait, twist. He's not. <laughs> They've never done that in a movie before. Yeah. Right. Um, but the twist of what he actually, what's sinister about him is what gets you. Um, it kind of hit me out of left field. Usually we're all, we're all used to the meet the nice guy, meet the nice gal. It turns out they're trying to kill you or that maybe they're in a cult or something along those lines. And like those, that's been done before, but this particular narrative, what they made weird about him and how they shot it and how Sebastian Stan, who still in my mind is Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier turned around and kind of became this different type of person in in the in film, is what really stood out to me. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. It's not too crazy in terms of like a gory. There's some gory parts, but I mean, it's nothing. It's not like Evil Dead gory or anything like that. 
Uh, it's definitely worth a look if you have. I think it's like an hour and a half or two hours. Um, she has like a friend who tries to like help her out in the scenario who's funny and provides some comic relief and then also some like clarity on what she's actually doing. And it's great. It's 100% recommended. It's, it's, it's definitely a good film. And it's like, I would say more on the psychological thriller. Definitely not okay. a slasher. There's not enough slashing for it to be a slasher. But it's definitely date gone wrong. It's definitely jumped in too quick to somebody you liked without really like fact checking or you know, like doing that type of stuff thing. Definitely would recommend seeing it. Cool. If I could figure out my Hulu account, I probably would watch it. But my Hulu <laughs> account is just it's a mess trying to figure out how to get into that when you're part of the Disney thing. But mm-hmm. other than actually. that, that's going to be it for the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it if you would share it with your friends who might like it. And also, if you guys would review it on your podcast listening platform of choice, we would appreciate it. Other than that, if you're looking to get in contact with us, we do a Instagram, we have a Twitter, and we have a Facebook in which you can contact us through there or email us at high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com we are doing video format now so this one will be available on youtube so if you're interested subscribe to the youtube i hope to put more stuff out there uh like one-off pieces and that kind of stuff on that channel so look forward to that look forward to seeing more three of us with uh with doing the youtube channel and maybe not all of us having to be together at once in different times working with different people will be able to do different yeah. types of content whether it's like reviewing trailers and whatnot it should be pretty good but thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time see you later bye guys bye.